0: to another episode of the Cage Conservative Show, where we talk about life, we talk about liberty, and yes, we talk about the pursuit of happiness, and showing the hypocrisy of a politician. I'm not going to say the laugh, I'm not going to say the right, because I attack all of them, folks. So guys, I, I'm going to be honest with you, I've been hearing a lot of good stuff about Bill Maher. Bill Maher and Whoopi Wo- uh, Goldberg. Went ahead and got into it, I guess, this week sometime. Bill Maher said something about the national anthem. I didn't know about that. Uh, he said that we shouldn't have a black national anthem or we shouldn't have a white national anthem. We should, he believes we should change the national anthem altogether. I, I me personally, I, I would like the national anthem be changed to God Bless America or the song, um, uh, I can't think of it right now. It's, uh, I'm proud to be an American. Where these, uh, God bless the USA. That's what it is. That's that's what I would like. But Star Spangled Banner, they ain't nothing wrong with the Star Spangled Banner. You know. And it was funny is the part that they say it's racist. It isn't until later on in the song, and it's not even sung. You only have a small portion of the Star Spangled Banner, um, being sung at well, not now, but supposedly sung at football games or, you know, at events or whatnot before. But so, so Bill Maher, we have, I found that was pretty neat this week, but Mill Bar, Whoopi Goldberg saying that he's a, he's an old white liberal and he has the old white liberal ways. I'm like, well, that's kind of funny, isn't it? That they have, um, you, you're looking at a leftist. Now, Bill Maher, uh, it's not my, I'm not his top fan. Um, there is some of these older liberals that are coming along to the conservative way, but you you go ahead and you hear these stories about how the left is attacking the left and whoopi Goldberg of course is a big equal rights person she you know anything that the left says or anything that the left has that does they want to go ahead and put it out there they want to go ahead and they want to just you know, she 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 advocates. You know, Joe Biden could tell all Americans, all 350 million Americans that are on this God-blessing country, to go ahead and jump off a bridge. Whoopi Goldberg will be on the View if she don't have COVID. Go ahead on the View and tell them, "Hey, all Americans, Joe Biden said to do it, so y'all need to go do it." So, nah, eh, you know, I'm just saying. But anyway, welcome to the Can You Serve Show once again. I am. Um, I have some good announcements this week, folks. Some good announcements um as always you can find me on google spotify and anchor if you have not yet subscribed please hit that subscribe button it helps out more than you know you also get benefits from it you go ahead and get every new episode that comes comes out every monday morning or whatever you're gonna go ahead and see it so this week i had the uh i had i got an email from all places facebook and facebook has started um, advertising that they are promoting for podcasting. They're going to go ahead and do podcast episodes on the pages and all that good stuff. So they sent me an email and it, it, they, they started to send out more and more emails to podcasters. They sent it out for the Cajun Conservative. I went ahead and sent all that up. So if you are on the Facebook page, I advertise that all the time. Hey, go like me on Facebook at the Cajun Conservative show go ahead and look that up if you go if you slide to the side you're gonna see where it's home and about and all that stuff on the page hit the podcast all the episodes will be on Facebook now I'll, I mentioned Spotify Apple and Google but if you go to anchor.fm slash the Cajun conservative show you will see all the other platforms we on breaker and a few others also guys uh, I've been I've been announcing that I was I was Uh, Messing with some cameras and seeing how I was gonna do all that. Well, we have a video form now No, it is not on YouTube guys. I and I'm gonna be honest with you. I like every I'm like using every avenue I like using every outlet that I can to get this show out because I want the truth to be spread But I decided not to go on YouTube the per the the reason I'm saying that is and a lot of y'all know I'm good friends with Scott Ford from the Scott Ford show Scott, in his testimony of his show and how he has worked a year on YouTube, never had no strikes against him, never had nobody call out on him or anything like that. But they said he was promoting hurtful content. Now, if you know Scott, Scott is a good, good friend. He likes to play around and sell jokes and all that. But on his YouTube channel, to get the point across, he was really careful with his words. So he would not get flagged. And I, I, I'm gonna be honest with you folks. I was really thinking about man, I'm, I, man You know, I see I see other conservatives. I see Scott. I see Nate. I see Lauren. I see Corporate's Canteen Cup and all these guys I, I was uh, you know, I was thinking really about going on YouTube But Scott said he got the email. He was Dean eyes So I decided look I said I'm gonna compromise <gasps> No, Isaac, you compromise oh, just a little bit but it was for the right not for the left I went ahead and joined Rumble. I always been on Rumble, but I haven't used the account. Last week I did a test run on it. It worked real great. So guys, I am on Rumble. Now you could um this is the uh, thing you have to do. Rumble's kind of weird in some areas. I hope they fix this up a little bit. But you in your search bar you have videos and you have channel. If you look for me on the channel, all one word Isaac Hayes, you're gonna see the flag with the of Conservative logo. Or if you want to just look up uh, the videos that I produce on there, type in the Cajun Conservative show. What I'm doing is putting the title, putting the Cajun Conservative with little two dots and then the title of that show. So you better find it real easy. So that's what's going on this week. Some good, good announcements. Also be looking out on YouTube on Dudes Connect Podcast. That's right, folks. I was on a left wing YouTube channel. I guess you could say, but look, James and Hyland, great guys. If they're listening to this, y'all some great guys, some great hosts. Uh, we disagree politically, but guess what? I still consider them my friends, and you might be saying, Isaac, you're calling the left friends? How dare you? Well, hold on a second. You know, we first off, we went ahead and uh, it was a debate on pro-life versus pro-choice. I'm not even going to call it a debate. We had a really good hour and a half discussion on their show. Now this is part this is a uh, uh, this, this is going to be the third part of three parts where they talking about pro life and pro cho- uh, choice. They're talking about the Texas law. They asked me about that, they asked my stance on the pro life and if you're a long listener of this podcast, you know where I stand. I am pro life. I've already said on this podcast, I said on their podcast and they were like, "Really? You think that way?" But I went ahead and told them I thought the Texas bill was one of the greatest things. Do I agree with everything in that bill? No, you would not agree with everything in the bill. But to to spread life, to spread the, you know, to stop the shedding of innocent blood. Ladies and gentlemen, this was a great bill, in my opinion. But we're going to, that episode is going to be coming up, hopefully in a couple of weeks. Maybe next week, I'm not sure. So we're going to go ahead and uh, keep looking for that. Like I said, some great things are happening here, folks. Just stick around. We're going to go ahead and have a great time exposing the left and, you know, bringing out the truth, as I say. All right, so I want to go ahead and talk about this. There's a lot of stories that are going on right now that are impacting our nation. One of them is this border crisis that is going on in uh, El, um, El El Rio in Texas, and and folks, this is the this is the thing about it. You know. After I did my show last week, I went home. I, I think I turned on Fox News. I turn on Fox News sometimes. And I heard about these, these Haiti's immigrants coming. So these Haitians coming across the border and staying under a bridge. Now, if I'm not mistaken, the number was around two to 3,000 or whatnot. It was a lot of people. And this story is really bothering me because... First off, there's a lot of questions to ask. Like, how did these Haitians get here? You know, um, they could have came to, uh, they. you know, Cuba is a lot closer. It's right by Hades. And they, you know, they didn't go up by Florida. They went all the way. They passed an ocean, went into Mexico, to South America, into Mexico, and crossed our border seeking asylum. Now, look, I'm not against people seeking asylum, folks. Look. I think that if your country is bad and you meet the standards, you should seek asylum. Like Cuba. Remember a while back, there was a lot of Cubans saying, hey, we're going to come over and we're going to go to Florida and seek asylum. But the DHS uh, leader said, no, y'all can't do that. Y'all come over. We're sending you right back to Cuba. Which I've said in them podcasts related to that, that this is about votes. See, they want people to come over the southern border. Because those people tend more to vote towards the left. More to the Democratic Party. So that's why they went ahead and did this. This is why they went ahead and they're letting this border open up. Because I I heard the hypocrisy the other day, folks, which is really boggling me, that America is going to go ahead and shut down the Canada border because of COVID-19. They don't want Cubans to come over here because it's breaking our laws and breaking our our, our immigration policies. But the Mexican border, yes, the Mexican border that stretches from Texas all the way to California, we're going to leave that open. And we're going to go ahead and we're going to accept those people that are coming over this southern border. All these people, there's this large caravan of people and they're staying under a bridge in the state of Texas. And what is sad, folks, is what came out of this. Because, you know, I, I've learned, I, and it, I knew it, but it, it's funny when it always comes back to me, I think about it, I'm like, man, that is so true, and this is this is us proving it. The Democrat Party right now is using two key, uh, key phrases right now. They're using COVID-19, and they're using racism to get their uh, their policies going. You know, the reason why they have drop boxes and they have mail-in ballots in all these states that uh, that states like Texas and Georgia and all of them are fighting about? It's because of COVID-19. That's right, folks. This current pandemic was so bad that we had to go ahead and tell people to vote. Hey, and look, don't ask for a mail-in ballot, though. We're going to send you one. The last election in California, the gubernatorial election, 22 million mail-in ballots went to people. And 9 out of 10, all these people went, some people were like, hey, we went and voted in person. So what they do, they harvest these ballots in and they put them in. That is potential fraud. Which I want to let y'all know the Arizona audit came out this week and they found some discrepancy. But of course, the media don't show that. They, all they show is, oh, Joe Biden won. The numbers were correct. Forget, they, look, they could have had 10 to 11 bad things happen. Just that stat alone show that Joe Biden won. Hey, that they made it all validated. Even CNN this day was calling it a sham audit because it was done by the Republican Party. But ladies and gentlemen, this is where we, this is where, but this is, this is how they got these votes in. It was supposed to be temporary, but now through H.R. 5 and they're trying to push H.R. 4, that's going to make a lot of this stuff law. So they won't, hey, it's not fraud. It's not fraud. We. Were, it's law. We passed it last year. But anyway, so that's one of them. And then the second one is racism. Ladies and gentlemen, I've never seen a, a a party in my life that jumps on anything by the color of somebody's skin, except white people. Now, look, I'm not a racist. I'm not a homophobe. I'm not none of that. But it's just kind of funny. The Democrat, look. They can have, and I'm not trying to sound rude here, but this is how the Democrat Party is. The Democrat Party can see a white man getting beat up or strung up by five or six uh, black men. And they're going to say, oh, man, that's a hard crime. But, you know, these black people were the victim. They thought he was mean. They thought he was bullied. But if it was the opposite end. That's the first thing they call it, is racist. And look, folks, if it, it don't matter if it's a white, boy, a white boy, a white boy, a black boy, a Hispanic boy. I don't care. If you go ahead and do something because somebody has a different color skin than you, it's called racism. But that's how the Democrat Party is. That's why I do this show to show you the hypocrisy of this. Why am I talking about this? Because this week, you had, last week, you had Border Protection Agency, an agent. Riding a horse, these Asian immigrants, uh, Haitian immigrants, excuse me, were running across our border to try to get into America. and these border patrol agents done this thousands of times riding their horses and trying to push them back and and then somebody took a picture and the reins was he was whipping the reins to turn the horse. Ladies and gentlemen, I I have not achieved a lot in my lifetime. But one thing I did achieve was learning how to ride a horse. I owned a horse one time. And those reins, when you swat it a certain way, turns the horse. But the media went on a frenzy about how this white, evil, border patrol agent was whipping these Haitian immigrants. Look, the, even the Border Patrol agent, the head macho over there, I don't know his name, said, we don't issue whips. We don't whip people. That's that's inhumane. But you had people like Al Sharpton, people that are not citizens of the United States, saying, hey, I'm going to go to the border, and I'm going to go ahead and find out what's going on. Yes, Al Sharpton, go ahead and save us. You know, and this is the thing I hate about Al Sharpton, because Al Sharpton saying, I'm going to fix Humanity, I'm going to go ahead and fix this racism issue in America. But, but we still have it in the media that we still have racism. Al Sharpton hasn't done Diddley Squad, just like everybody else on the left. Also, the Rhino Republicans in Washington. But that made a new story. And look, this has been proven wrong. But you have the President of the United States glowing on TV. We're having an investigation, and we will get to the bottom of this. And then ban horses. Told the Border Patrol, hey, if you see them going across, you can't use a vehicle because that's inhumane. You can't use a horse to stop them because that's inhumane. Let them come across our border. Which they have, folks. I have a news article right here from Fox News. Which is really disturbing in my opinion. Because you have this administration. Literally letting thousands upon people, thousands and thousands of people come across our southern border. The head of the DHS made some statements this morning, and today is Sunday, um, September 26. Macausis, I think his name is. Speaker of Homeland Security. Admitted Sunday, that vast majority of the Hayden mi- uh, migrants who crossed the southern border in recent weeks have already been released in the United States. It is, and it is possible that more will follow. So far, approximately 12,000, well, shoot, it was more than 2,000. I apologize, folks. Approximately 12,400 of the people are having their cases heard by immigration judges. While another 5,000 are being processed by the Department of Homeland Security. Currently, only 3,000 are detained. Did you just hear that, folks? Did you hear the numbers? And they're letting them come in to our country majority of these people are coming into the United States and they don't know what they are. They don't know if they're terrorists. They don't know if they're, they're, they're uh, criminals. Yes. There might be some good people mixed in, but by golly, look, this president in that last eight months, The last eight months has ruined this country, especially on the border, where we had a president. You never heard of these big groups coming. If they came, Trump said, stay on Mexico's side. If you want asylum, stay in Mexico and we'll process you in. This president is saying, come on in. And then was to go to the U.N. last week. And his main focus wasn't on our problems at the border. His main focus was not on on, on our our uh, inflation. No, it was on COVID. Yes, we got to make sure the world is safe of COVID. Ladies and gentlemen, this is so ridiculous. Stopping our border patrol agents from stopping people from coming on the southern end. But like I said, look at the hypocrisy. I mentioned it earlier. Canada's closed. Nobody can go across into the United States from Canada or United States of America to Canada. It's closed because of COVID. People in Cuba cannot ask for asylum and come here because of COVID. But on the southern border, James Saskowski said this week, oh, we make sure they don't have a fever. We make sure they don't have a cough. We make sure. And when they ask, well, look, that's, that's all fine and dandy. But what about the the carriers oh uh, yeah yeah she couldn't answer folks that's a dumbbell as they ever saw one uh and, and you know i hate to compare it to that but there was only other one other knucklehead redhead like that and it was lucille ball i think Jane saskowski beats her but but that's okay folks hey it, 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 this is what they're thinking this is not a pandemic. This is not a crisis. This is a blessing. Can we get them votes? We go ahead and get them votes and we're going to be elected. Ladies and gentlemen, if they keep doing this crap. They, they, they all need to retire before 2022. Because my hope that American citizens know what they're talking about and know what they're voting for. I'll be right back. All right, guys, welcome back to the Cajun Conservative second segment of the day. Folks, after I do a segment like that, I just got to sit back, take a couple of sips of coffee, and just relax, calm down. But ladies and gentlemen, do you see the hypocrisy in all this? Now, this Border Patrol agent, I, I jumped into a whole lot of things, but they were saying, oh, the reason he did this is because he don't like black people. All the Haitian people are all black, and this is all a race thing. And I, I can't, this is a, like Maxine Waters. Of course, Maxine Waters come say something dumb. Oh, this is bringing us back to the days of slavery. Lady, you haven't, you were never been a slave. You've been in Congress since you've been in diapers. Your first poop was probably on the campaign trail. Come on. That's Joe Biden said. Come on, man. Ridiculous. Now there is another photo going around there, folks, which the media don't show, is one of these Border Patrol agents stopping and talking to a little kid and letting them pet the horse. Why isn't that on mainstream media? Why isn't that on Why isn't that on the five o'clock evening news? And why, that's another thing, why the news isn't debunking their own story? See, it was a whip. Yeah, they're whipping them. They're they whipping them. They stay over in Mexico, y'all. Y'all un, undefiled heathens. No, you, you see that. And they, they don't rebuttal themselves either. It was proven it wasn't a whip. These agents did this all the time. They're saying they were. And that these Congress people, these very intelligent, stupid idiots. These useful idiots on Washington. Yeah, he wasn't a whip, but he was using them reins to whip them people. That made it just as bad. No, he wasn't. There's a video out there. He was just swinging it to get his horse going. He had the guy by the hand. Hey, get back over the... You know why he did that, folks? Because crossing the border illegally is illegal. (gasps) Unless you do the right documents and the right paperwork and, and do it right... That's the only way you can come across this nation. But folks, I I said this a while back. The Democrats are, are, are a party of lawlessness. They are a party of lawlessness. They don't care what the law says. As long as they can do it themselves, they can do whatever they want. Prime example, Joe Biden said, I don't think I have the right to mandate anybody to wear a mask. But by golly, I'm going to do it anyway. I'm paraphrasing, doing doing the Cajun version of his speech. See, maybe that's why they don't have a, 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 a speech writer in the in the White House. Biden wouldn't have, um, um, they'd be like, man, shy, this, man, this dude right here, man, I'm going to pass this mandate, I don't think I can do it too bad, but boy, I'm going to do it anyway. That's not how us Cajuns talk, I hope it. If you listen to the show a long time, you know. Anyway. I'm gonna go ahead and take this time to thank Eric Hayes for uh for allowing me to use his music. That's my my uncle. He wrote a few albums. You can find him on Spotify, you can find him on the web and all that stuff. Just type in Eric Hayes, he's mine. That's where that song comes from. Open uh no 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 that one's uh Hold on to the light. I'm thinking of another song he did, but go ahead and check him out. So so ladies and gentlemen, there is a um there yeah. And look, my pastor talked about this this morning, Pastor Brandon Trott from New Beginning Fellowship Church. And um, we haven't did a release podcast in a while, but you can find our podcast at uh, New Beginning Fellowship Church BB on Apple, Google, Spotify, and all that. And I, w- I wish we had to take... We, 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 the problem that we have right now is we're moving into a new building and half of our equipment that we use to record the message for our podcast is being moved. But this morning he had a real good message, and he was talking about... You know, remembering history and, and you know, being leaders in this world. And and he was talking about men being in the homes and all that. And I agree with him with everything he said. But this is kind of tying into what he was talking about today a little bit. And I'm, I'm going to go to TikTok. Uh no, I am not on TikTok. I I I've debated on doing a TikTok because I know that I'll get a lot of young listeners and I'm just tired of the dang left using the platforms. And what's sad is like TikTok apparently anybody can go in there right now, but I've heard some people say they've been banned from TikTok, so I don't know what's going on there, but like YouTube, where we talked about in the first segment. YouTube is run by left-wing nuts. And these left-wing nuts they don't go ahead and determine if your stuff is eligible to be modernized or if everything is good, voicing your opinion. They go ahead and they agree with it or they don't agree with it. That's how they decide how to modernize people. Because don't get me wrong, folks. I, look, there's a, there's a show that my wife likes and I like it as well. It's called Doper Nope. Dope or Dope, something like that. And it's these three guys, they get together weekly or whatever, and they make a video of looking at products. But, you know, these people cannot cannot, uh, talk about firearms or show a a plate gun or anything like that because that goes against um, YouTube's community guidelines. You know, guns are bad. Guns are evil. They kill people. But, you know, you can go ahead and blast off swear words like there's no tomorrow, or you can go ahead and show women halfway naked, but you can't show a gun. Now, now, folks, what this generation right now, and I'm going to call it what it is, the generation of the disrespectful, because the generation of the disrespectful, they they go to YouTube and they hear all that that nonsense. But these these left wing nuts are trying to influence the kids in the wrong way. Hey, guns are bad, but hey, sex is good, especially outside of marriage. Apparently, to YouTube, I'm just saying because they're promoting lust and sexual content. But and, and you might be asking, well, why why is all this talking about TikTok and everything? I know I went chase rabbits right there, but um, I think it was this last week that I heard a story on our local radio station out here, and they were talking about this TikTok challenge that's going on. And uh, TikTok has produced produced a lot of challenges. Uh, I believe they were one of them. They did the ice uh, cube challenge or the ice bowl challenge or something like that. And they've done you know this, these challenges that are going on. So there's this challenge that is. That is going on on TikTok right now, that are telling kids to go into their restrooms or go into the schools and to go ahead and take sinks or whatever they have in there. You know, they just go ahead and take whatever you want. This is all. This all belongs to you, It's you taxpayers. And and when I first heard this story, it was kinda, it was kind of now. So far that I know, it has not happened here. In my area or in the great state of Louisiana. It possibly has, but we never heard about it or what's going on. But anyway, so a lot of these school officials and law officials are telling these kids, hey, you know, don't do this. If you get caught, it's a crime. And it got me thinking, though, because when I was growing up, this I never, we never even heard of nothing this, like this happening. You know, you 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 respect other people's property. You call people yes, ma'am, and no, ma'am, and yes, sir, and no, sir. They had they had some respect. Some of us millennials did have respect. Now there were some of them that that just that were a couple of fries short of a happy meal. But regardless on that point, they went ahead and they they, they issued statements. Now all places TikTok don't. Now, I heard one of my friends earlier. Say that there's some stupid stuff on TikTok, and I agree with him. I don't own a TikTok, but some of my family members do, and the things they send me, I'm just like, if these people can make money making doing stupid stuff like this on social media, I I would hate. I seen a video the other day, and this is on YouTube. Of a man putting aluminum fall all over his house to 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 make to for something that he was doing a gag with a goat, and they say something about wrapping aluminum fall or whatever this dude put aluminum fall all over his house or his kitchen, and I'm thinking to myself, man, I bust my rear in forty fifty hours a week while this dude is sitting home collecting a check from YouTube, and look don't don't get me wrong hey he, he as this show does, we get listeners, we get followers. So I'm going to continue with the content. He's making money. He's smart. I'm not going to, I'm not going to bag him down for that. But this the, the, the thing to catch the attention of the people. But anyway, like I said, when I was growing up, I never thought about going into a school or our local church or going somewhere and taking a faucet and some, some things that belong to somebody else for my pure entertainment. But this, the, these kids did, and that's what I, I called it early, and that's probably what I'm gonna call this segment: is the, you know, the generation of the disrespectful. See, we have millennials, we have baby boomers, we have Generation X, Generation Z, we have all these all these generations that they label them. But folks, these kids today are just disrespectful. The first one that did that and these kids that follow along really don't care about other people. And people wonder why our nation is going to crap like it is. Now, don't get me wrong. I believe that we have a spiritual problem in this nation along with all the other problems we have. And that is the most important problem we have that we need to fix. But these kids are going into schools and taking these, their, the, the, the public property. But folks, this ain't this ain't new. Have you would you ever think that a generation would go ahead and burn down a city in protest of somebody dying? Oh, Isaac, that was for equal justice and and racial rights. And no, that was just plain out disrespectful. Because you now look, I'm not I'm not against protesting, folks. Listen, I started this podcast right after the presidential election. And when they had protests for the voting rights and the the, the counts for the votes, and they they, they said this election was stolen, and people voiced their opinion. And I'm not against protesting. I'm not. I am against a generation think they're entitled to stuff, though. Because whoever did this challenge i never seen the original video. I probably never will. It probably pulled up because of all the damage it has done. But for kids to come out and say, hey, go go and take something that does not belong to you. And I bet in their mind it's, we're entitled to that. We're entitled to everything everybody else got. Well, why don't you go get a job and pay for Oh, I don't need a job. I'm entitled to what they have because they work. This generation today is so dis- and look this is I'm not you might be saying Isaac oh, come on Isaac you don't know nothing about this generation I'm a youth minister Now look I'm going to give props to all my youth members that I have very respectful very honorable you know hey there's nothing wrong with those kids But I've seen a few kids come through youth ministries I've been in youth ministry since I was 18 years old off and on this is my second run as leading a youth ministry i've been a music director and you know how many people or most of the people are in music ministry It's young adults and these kids right now this this is a generation of disrespect because majority of those people that were burning down cities last year or two years ago, when George Floyd, unfortunately, was uh, killed in the streets of Minneapolis, they were young kids that did not know what was going on. And of course, CBS, ABC, and all these people at the time, look, I watched a series called The Neighborhood, real funny in some areas, but you can tell they had a lot of political influences. And they had an episode where a young man was beaten up by two racist cops. Of course, they had to throw that in there. They're white, of course. And they were gonna go ahead and burn a burn a town or go do something. And wanted and that's the only thing I re, I, re, I agree with that part. The dad of the show said, "Listen, don't no, no. We don't go burn. We we do about the justice system. We do what's right. We try to do what's right. We don't go burn down cities." See, they had to do damage control because they flashed this all around and this generation of people. And I'm not just talking about one individual race. I'm talking about all of them because they had black people, white people, Asian people. They had all kind of people in these streets burning the cities down. Because of equal justice and, 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 and uh, to, to, uh, to justify what they were doing. And, and this is the general, look, don't tell me it's a protest when you go into a Target or you go into a radio shack or you go into a, a pine store and comes out, come out with 70 inch, 80 inch television sets. Hey, this is, look at that 70 inch I got right there. When you bought that? I did. That's my equal justice. I was entitled to that because I'm a victim. Why? Because I'm black. Oh, 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 oh let, let's, tur- tie, let's turn the tables. Look at that 70-inch television I got right there. Where you bought that at? I didn't. I went to the Black Lives Matter rally, and I took that TV for my black brothers that are in oppression. Because I'm entitled to that, because I'm woke. Now, I don't know if this TikTok video went out before that meaning. But, ladies and gentlemen, this is pretty obvious, that these kids just don't respect law enforcement they just don't inspect authority over them ladies and gentlemen a while back in, uh, I, was, I was interviewed by Nate Savage from Savage 5050 a YouTube channel and he asked me you know men in history who I admire and I, told, I said one of them was my dad and I, I, you know the reason I said my dad is because my dad raised me the right way when somebody that's older than you asks you a question, you say, yes, sir, or no, sir, or yes, ma'am, and no, ma'am. <laughs> I remember one of my jobs that I had. My boss came up to me, and he was he was furious. He was just, And I was listening to him because, you know, he's my boss. And he was all mad, and he stopped. And he said to him, do you understand me? Like that, and maybe he's a lot older than me, so with respect, I said, yes, sir. You know, he got more mad at me calling him yes, sir, than what had happened. Come on, man, I work with you. He got mad. But see, we're in a generation right now that's, that's not taught. That's not taught to be respectful. That's not taught to, to go ahead and respect your elders or respect your, your, uh, your, the ones that are placed above authority over you. I remember we had Brother James Stibido here, and we were talking about authority, and this was the defying of authority, and that is just not in these riots. This is just in life. A lot of these kids today that are making these TikTok videos and these challenges, hey, go rob, go steal, go do all that stuff. They just don't have respect. And I hate to say it, but my last point on this is because one particular party, I mentioned it earlier, the, the Democrat Party do not respect the law, and it benefits them because they got people that want to rely on the government. I was on a podcast the other day and I told some people, I told the, uh, the host there that the reason that we're living in a society that we are today is because people are living off the government because they feel they're entitled. Haven't done a dang day of working in life, but they feel entitled to the food stamps. They feel entitled to the uh, the welfare check. they They, they feel entitled to. And unfortunately, and I've seen this in my life, you give a kid everything they want whenever they ask for it. That kid grows up to be a small brat and thinks everybody should give him everything. And he's entitled to everything because he's he's part of this great country. And no, you have to work for what you have. You have to go ahead and you have to you have to go ahead and strive for greatness but unfortunately, we're living in a TikTok age where all we're getting is, hey, go to your local school and rob a toilet or go rob a faucet. And when you might, well, why? Because we're entitled to that. And it's a good laugh, it's a good prank. I call that disrespectful to authority and to government. But that's okay, guys. Joe Biden's going to fix everything. I shouldn't have said that maybe made some people choke. No oh, guys, I think there's a like I said, there's a spiritual problem here. Joe Biden can't fix a doorknob if he had the chance if he if he wanted to. I'll be right back. How you doing, everyone? Isaac here, and I'm here to tell you about the Scott Ford Show on YouTube. I know Scott personally. He's a true blue, red-hot conservative talking about current world events, but just not telling you about the world events. He's giving you a god on his opinion of what's going on. So today, go ahead and check out the Scott Ford Show on YouTube. Since I've told you, next time I see you, I'm going to ask you, did you watch the Scott Ford Show? If you say yes, I'm going to give you a thumbs up with a big smile. If not, I'm going to look at you weird and say, why are you not watching the Scott Ford show? So go check out the Scott Force show today on YouTube. You will not be disappointed. Back to the third and final segment of the Cajun Conservative Show, all right, guys. So, I, I gotta, uh, I want to go ahead and bring out this generation thing again. You know, you, you take this generation, as I was saying in the last segment, as being disrespectful and whatnot. Um, you know, and I'm not saying everyone is like this, but majority of these kids are, are pretty much. That they, they focus on TikTok and whatever they don't really learn their history, or they're brainwashed by their teachers. Or you know, a while back I went ahead and did a segment where I I showed three uh, teachers, one in Utah, two in California, and they were talking about the gay flag and how they didn't respect the flag and showing people about showing these kids about antifa and saying Donald Trump sucks and all that stuff. And, and majority of these kids, look, kids are. like I said, look, I've been in youth ministry now since I'm 18, and um, God has blessed me. I love, I love the youth. I love, I love teaching young people, and I learned some. They soak up everything like a sponge. You know, I can go ahead and probably tell kids lies after lies after lies, and nine out of ten they'll believe me at some point. And that's what's going on in our schools. That's what's going on in all this area. But, and this week I saw something from daily wire. I posted it on Facebook and shared it out. They, they asked a question, no, not from daily, Wire. they Caller. her and they were asking a lot of people in this, I don't know the city, probably New York, uh, is what was worse for this country, the Taliban or Donald Trump. And out of the whole video that I seen, there was only one person that said that Trump was good for this nation. All of them. Uh, they had one of these young people that came up there and said, "The Taliban is bad for us outside the United States, but inward, Donald Trump is the most threat that we ever had in this country." Ladies and gentlemen, this is the, the this is the generation of the disrespectful because you have these kids as i said they they feel they're entitled to everything they feel the government's supposed to give them everything and they go ahead and they 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 live like it they take from the government they go ahead and they they go ahead they don't pursue careers they don't pursue jobs now look like i said man look i look i got rumble i you know i thought about doing a youtube account i i'm on anchor, Spoo, uh, anchor spotify google Apple, Breaker, and all these other platforms, Facebook. But ladies and gentlemen, and look, I I would hope that one day I will go ahead and get big to where I don't have to do this in a trailer no more. I can do this in a professional studio and get paid to do it. Now, I don't mind doing this right now because I'm getting the truth out. But one day I would like to get paid for my efforts. I would like to put in the work and, and see what happens. But I'm not sitting down every day and just hope oh, I hope this makes me big so I don't have to work. I'm busting my rear end 40, 50 hours a week to provide for me and my, for me and my family. But there's some of these gener- these, these this generation of the disrespectful that is just uh, I'm going to make it on YouTube. I'm going to make it on t- Talk. I'm going to be the next Addison Ray or the next Jake Paul or go get a job. Start this out as a hobby. If you want to do it. I don't look, I don't disagree with, with doing it for a hobby to learn something new. Because, look, the blessings that has followed from these podcasts from Brothers Just Searching and engaging Conservatives. I've learned more about sound. I'm learning about video editings right now. Uh, uh, you know, with the help of my producer from Brothers Just Searching, L.B., we're, we're, we're learning a lot. It's just I, I learned a lot from him. There's a benefit of it is I'm doing it in church. I'm helping our church out. But ladies and gentlemen, I'm not sitting behind this desk every day. Oh, oh, I I'm hope I'm making to be a millionaire and a billionaire off of this, these platforms. And that is the problem. You can call this this uh, this generation of disrespectfuls as lazy as well. Because I feel that the end, the, I hate to say, is it, the culture we brought up. You know, you go to college, you can go to job. You can, and look, I'm not against college. I, I didn't go. But if you want to go, go. But do something with your college degree. Don't go ahead and try to get a college degree. I don't like it. I'm going to go for something else. And you're you in your thirties, forty years old, and you're still going to college. Your mom and your daddy still paying your cell phone bill. And I'm not saying everybody's like, look, I'm 28 years old, and I'm striving for everything I get. But folks, this this generation, these, these this TikTok generation. It is the down it is the result of bad parenting and bad leadership in this country. On both sides, the Democrats and the Republicans. Alright, on to the next point. So everybody's been hearing about the young lady that that was traveling the country and unfortunately was murdered. I'm I'm uh I'm picking up her name right now. Gabby Patti, Ms. Gabby Patti, uh, unfortunately, was murdered. Her boyfriend is on the loose. They're trying to find him. I even saw today that Dog the Bounty Hunter is even jumping into this story. Now, this story is tragic. This story is is hurtful, and, and to see this happen to a young woman like this is shameful. We don't know all the details yet, and I'm not going to gonna sit here and say I know everything about it. Um, giving them a, a shout-out, go check out Culper's Canteen Cup, their last episode, I think it's episode 68. I'm not 100% sure. But their last episode, they dove into this story quite a bit. Now, don't get me ro- wrong. The MSNBC host Joy Reid, Says some stupid, stupid things. Nikki Mina- uh, Minaj the other day said something about the, the vaccine shot on a, a tweet, and she goes ahead and calls her sister, and you got a, you got 22 million people, and you're missing form in them. Nikki Mina- uh, Minaj never said not to take the vaccination, by the way. But Joy Reid goes ahead and she suggested last Monday. That the reason that people care about the disappearance of 22 year old Gabby Patti is because they are suffering from missing woman, white woman syndrome. This has come from the Daily War. This was written by, oh, but this is by the Daily War. If you have been watching the news for the past few days on, or on Twitter and t- or TikTok, you're probably familiar with the name Gabby Patiz, I think that's her name. I hope I'm saying that right. She begin. Uh, she begins. The 22 year old, aspiring social media influencer, who was reported missing after her fiance returned from their van life, uh, van, their van life e- escorts without her. Now it goes without saying that no family should have to endure. That kind of pain, and the Pati's family certainly deserves answers and justice. By the way, this story has captivated the nation as many wonder why not the same media attention when people of color go missing. Now, you remember when I said this in the first segment, Foucault, This is these are a lot of, these are the big stories this week, and I, I said this in the beginning. There's two things the Democrats go to, or leftists goes to, when they need to get a point across: is either COVID-19. Or racism. See, they can't do it with taxes. Trump's tax plan shows that you know lower taxes helps the American economy out. Now the Democrats ain't doing that now with the infrastructure bill. We're gonna talk about that later on. Um, not 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 I mean like later on, maybe in another podcast, I'll dedicate uh, a segment to that 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 debacle that the Democrats are trying to pass through. But you heard what she said that right here, okay? She said uh but the way this story has captivated a nation has many one. And why not same media attention when people of color go missing? Now, hearing uh, about this story, like I said, I heard uh, Josh, Roger, and Luke on Culper's Canteen Cup uh, talk about this. And look, uh, they're, they're a good podcast. Go check them out. There's stories like this that happen every single day. Every single day in America, there's a manhunt for somebody that possibly kills someone else. I don't care if it's a white girl, black girl, Asian girl, no matter what color race, it's wrong. But Joy Reads is trying to put this as: see folks, America is a white supremacist, racist country. Excuse me. Because we have this white girl missing. And the whole nation is captivated by this. But. It's a white girl. It's expected. If it was a black girl. The media wouldn't get no attention off of this. I believe. The reason that we're getting so much attention. Off of this story. Is because. She was a YouTuber. Or a social media influencer. And this this goes. To say that. If you, you have some. Popularity, you're gonna, you're gonna, the nation's gonna go ahead and get get the attention of it. And look, unfortunately, Kobe Bryant, I believe, died last year or the year before last, died sometime in the past. That story went for weeks about Kobe Bryant. Not Kobe Bryant was a lot bigger than Miss Gabby, but at the same time, she was a social media influence She had to have a lot of followers. I think that's why this story is really captivating the nation right now, because they want to know what happened. Now, Reed asked that question: Why don't people? Why don't this? Uh, when? Uh, why don't the media give the the people this? Uh, why don't? Why not the same media attention when people of color go missing? Miss Reed, you're part of the media. Pull a story that has a person of color and. Bring it out, but they have done this in the past with people of color. George Floyd, for example, they're still bringing out George Floyd in the media. the The, the young lady with the knife that was trying to kill another um, black individual was was brought out in the media. They were trying to make it. Make it that the cop was at fault for shooting the shooting the girl with the knife that was trying the cop was trying to save a girl with a knife. You're part of the media. you can go ahead and bring out these stories. I can understand if she was like me in a small trailer on the side of the levee and trying to get the truth out where I I, I give my opinion on news stories that I hear during the week. But Ms. Joy Reid has a way bigger platform than me. As she said, her own Twitter page got 2 million followers. My Facebook page is getting close to 900 followers. I'm kind of behind on Joy Reid. But anyway, moving on. Well, the answer actually has a name, Missing White Woman Syndrome. That's right, folks. People care more about white women than black women in this country. Where this is a black woman on a major news network that has that makes millions a year. People care more about white women than black women. Don't that sound racist, by the way, too, folks? You know what? If there was a story where it was a a black woman that was possibly killed by her fiance, and a white news anchor would go on there and say, "Ladies and gentlemen, this 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 issue had this." This issue right here has a, has a name. It's called Black Woman Syndrome, And this country cared more about black, this black woman than any other white woman out there. That news anchor would lose her job or his job. They would be doomed a racist and could never get a job again. Only thing worse than that would be them being a Trump supporter. Or them dogging to Trump once in on a, on a good moon and agreeing with Trump, they go ahead and doom, uh, they deem Newsmax and uh, O A, I think O A N N, One American News Network, as being pro-Trump. They don't let them into the White House. They don't let them ask questions because they're pro-Trump. But she called this white woman says the term coined by the late and great Gwyn e, e. I feel to describe the media and public fascination with a white woman like uh Lucas Peterson or Nellie Holloway while ignoring cases involving missing people of color folks Let me go ahead and read some more. Patty was last heard from uh, from late August, and her family reported her missing on September 11th. After her fiance Brian Landry, uh, uh, yeah, Brian Landry, 23, appeared at his family's homes in Florida, and the couple shared camper. But out, Patty's the Daily Wire reported the two had been living with Landry's family in Florida before deciding to embark on a cross country trip that they were planning to document on social media. But anyhow, so th- this is this is the whole thing about the hypocrisy in this. Um, Joy Reid, there, there's not there's not a race in my opinion. There's not no race issue in America, but people like you, people like Joy Reid, go ahead and make one. And like I said, look, this this I don't know how many followers these people had. I don't know what was I I didn't go look at their YouTube, I didn't go look at what they were doing or what was not. But like I said, this whole thing, I believe the, the is captivating the story is because they were social media people and whatnot. But folks, as I said, doesn't don't this sound racist? Hey, it's white woman syndrome. That's right, folks. Um, people in America are more worried, worried about this woman that died and catching her killer because of white woman syndrome. It is. It, it. Folks, the news media makes mountains out of molehills. And Joy Reid. And it's funny how Joy Reid does it. Joy Reid will go ahead and criticize and deem everything racist against a black person and promote it on her channel. And she's part of the media. She said that they don't go ahead and cover this, as I said. But she's part of the media. Like I said, said, I'll go ahead and report it. I think Joy Reid is more worried about black power and, and, and more worried about racism than justice being served. Like I said, there's stories like this all over the United States, and unfortunately, we—I don't think the issues, you know, brought out until something else like this. It's like something like this happens. Now, look, I pray for the uh, Miss Gabby Patis family. I believe that's how you say her name. I hope I ain't butchering it up. And I hope they get comfort. I hope they find the killer. We don't know who it. I, but some people believe it's the fiance. Some others we don't know. We, you're innocent until proven guilty. But this shows me right here that the media has a narrative. When this story about a woman that, that went missing and died. And the first thing they go to is. Hey. It, it, the, the reason that people care about this is because it's white woman syndrome. White woman missing syndrome. It is. This is all racist. This was a black person. The nation wouldn't care about this. Now, like I said, folks, I'm not, I'm not following this story. I'm not trying to sound harsh, but there's a, there, there's more important stories than this. I'm not saying that look to the family. If they hear this and I'm praying for your loss, but there, there's a lot of things going on and I'm not following this story. I, you know, here bits and pieces and I know about it, but to show, the hypocrisy on the left of this woman, this black woman going on television and saying, this is white woman syndrome and that America's racist because they're a lot of Americans are worried about this case is, it's stupid. It's just stupid. It is, you know what they should do folks. They should go ahead and throw money at it. A Florida Democrat representative said about the border when I talked about it earlier, Hey, you know what we can do? Let's go ahead and pay the migrants to stay in their home country. Know what Joy Reid should do. Go to the the president and say, Mr. President, send everybody a check so they will stop worrying about this white woman and this white woman syndrome. Let's throw money into this issue. It's crazy, folks. uh, Will I ever understand the left fully? No. But as I say every week, that's why I don't put my faith in politicians. That's why I don't put my faith in man. I put my faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. The one that one day will set up his earthly kingdom and I will rule and reign with him. Not because I'm good enough. Not because I have good looks. It's because I put my faith and trust in the Lord Jesus. And he is my savior and heaven is my heavenly home. He's my eternal home. Remember that. If you don't know Jesus Christ today, Shoot me an email at thecageconservative 5 at gmail.com, and I'll tell you how to find him. Until next week, be blessed, be encouraged, and remember, Jesus Christ is coming back. Are you ready? If not, get ready. He's coming soon. Until next week, bye-bye.